Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Greetings, citizens, and thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV for our coverage of Gotham Season 3, Episode 18. We've got it all, and it's next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I, I did not have say in this opening Reunited music. Is this because you? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was for. I didn't know if it was for Penguin Penguin Enigma or that you've been on vacation for a while. Thank you all for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV's coverage of Gotham. I'm your host Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F. M-A-N-M, but I'm not alone. Hey guys, I'm Lucretia Lyon, and I am back. And you know you can find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. That was your phone, not my phone. Totally wasn't my phone. Totally not. Digging this episode. You're a professional. (laughs) Digging this episode, digging Mm -hmm. everything they're they're doing. Just your your first thoughts. Yeah, I I really liked this episode because I had kind of missed Lucius, of all people, in the last one. Mm. You know, one or two, he really wasn't as uh, prominent, and I was just glad to have him back and be... I I love his little sarcastic comments. He really fits in with the Malik, uh, Jim, little bromance there. Yeah. Yeah, I really just enjoyed everything about this. I think we finally got the conversation Mm. we've been waiting on for... It's Gotham, so whatever, but like... Yeah. Really long time between Gordon and Lee. Yeah. And and I still just do not understand Lee here. And that's the problem I have with this is Lee's a smart woman and a character I loved up until this Mario thing. And I still, even with this conversation, her view of Jim after all of that, just just this thing with Mario is what set her off and she still doesn't believe in him as this, you know, good guy. It's getting frustrating at this point. Also, like, it's it's a good thing she was packing her box because she was getting insubordinate. Yeah. Of, like, telling the captain, like, no, you need to investigate a murder. And the captain's like, no, no, there's a court of owls. We're protecting you from it by not telling you about it. In her defense, it is Captain Bullock. And she knows Bullock as much as I know Bullock and love Bullock. He's a fun guy. He's not... He's not a captainy captainy like you know, like yeah. like uh, Barnes was. So she feels that she can tell him off and try to push him, and but, uh, and he's not going to do anything. He's just going to be like, no. <laughs> but that talk with Lucius, yeah. and then ruling something a homicide that was very clearly a suicide. suicide. Yeah, like she, there's no medical basis she could possibly have to rule that a homicide over a suicide because it was actually a suicide. We saw it. It's getting. Interesting. Maybe she's going to go away and shoot another Deadpool movie. Yeah, you know, hopefully. But I do like Lee. But I've kind of wanted to see Lee, because of this attitude, where is she going? You know, I wanted it to be something like Mob Doctor. But finally someone else is saying what I had thought after her scenes with Jerome, you know, months ago. Is Lee Harley. Michelle uh, Falecki says, I hope I spelled that right. 
we'll we'll yeah. we'll sound that out later. Yeah. Um, also, Amanda Powell in the chat. She mm-hmm. only knew Mario six months. That's exactly. also true. Yeah. I mean, some people fall hard, but to be blinded by rage towards someone who you, you knew, loved, yeah, you yeah. loved way more than six months, oh, knew yeah. way more than six months. It's it's all very interesting. But we mm-hmm. finally got that blow up, and I was wondering how long until we were going to get that actual blow up, and I. She just has to learn to believe him. Like, there's nothing else. Like, no one's ever actually gonna. Like, she can't actually be be proven that Mariel had a knife. Yeah. Like, we're never actually gonna get that proof. She's just gonna have to move forward and learn. But she left the GCPD with another coroner named Lucius, who's also a detective. And yeah Lucius is probably yeah. a detective and a coroner now he, you know he's just got to do a little bit of everything with an MBA and probably yeah. a doctorate yeah it's Gotham yeah um we left last week with Selena Kyle getting licked by cats and we uh, in this we in this room presumed her uh dead and we were talking oh it must be magical cat powers to give her the the Catwoman origin story apparently that was just an homage to the Tim Burton Batman because yeah. she just woke up well she was in a coma from the fall and then Ivy woke her up with some plants i love this especially last week's ending i was like the i immediately was like oh my god an homage to batman returns and it was just so spot on i just love how clever they were and i'm loving ivy i think she's very funny and we're actually getting into more of the poison ivy powers and i thought this was interesting how they just did selena kyle ivy kind of you know saying Mm. oh i know you and i can help you i'm gonna bring you out like it's good to have their friendship kind of coming back and things like that. And, yeah, I mean, I'm loving the lo- how Ivy is just kind of the, you know, funny girl like Barbara was. I like that they're allowing the women to be, like, cool characters on this show. I'm definitely enjoying this. This seemed this seemed a little one-note, though. I, mean, I, don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think we only got, like, four or five scenes about it, but yeah. the Ivy powers are fun. And we always yeah. get that funny scene where she'll tell somebody to say something and because it's an obedience mm-hmm. thing it'll stay and like obedience and truth are so like I love that they ride that line perfectly of you can ma- get someone's obedience but it would be difficult to get the truth you'd have to specifically solicit the truth because you already have their obedience that's just a fun yeah and, it, and it's funny it, and she plays it very well I think that um so I mean Maggie Giha she's very yes. good yeah she's no. very good um Great, we can move right yeah. along. I'm putting a lot good of stuff. Yeah. little stuff up top. Yeah. Let's get to the big stuff. Uh, the Court of Owls. Gordon is now a member of the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls has the Tetch virus. The Court of Owls has taken Barnes. The Court of Owls has taken the Tetch virus out of Barnes, who we got to see Tetch, who gets his hat in Arkham, because why not? Yeah. Um, we got to see Hugo Strange. I was All so of glad. the things. All of the things happened with this Court of Owls Tetch virus storyline. Where we were both right and wrong, when we said that the that the 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 thing they found in the dock, the special weapon for the Court of Owls, is I I feel like a couple people said Barnes, and they're not mm. wrong. However, it looks like the Tetch virus is what they're trying to level the city with, and that Barnes will be maybe a two week villain hit heading into the finale. But man, the, so Hugo Strange playing both sides. Love this. I love that, too, because his character is just, you know, as Bullock Bullet, a very logical bastard. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing, is you expect him to, you know, sort of play both sides, because, too, he's also much like a lot of the other villains in Gotham, like Penguin. 
not all evil. It's really just about, you know, what's best for me, and I like, you know, doing these experiments. I just want to be able to free to do that. I don't really care about the owls. I don't really care about you. Let's just, you know, work together, whatever. Yeah, let's, yeah, m- my like own that. self-preservation. Yeah. I will work for whoever's still standing. <laughs> and I love B.D. Wong anyway, so and anytime he's in anything is great. So one thing I thought the second it happened, um, so Dr. Lee is probably the only person in this world at the mm. GCPD that could somehow reverse engineer an antidote because it's Gotham. Yeah. And she's she's talented and smart and a, a doctor. That's plenty enough TV logic. Yeah. It's so, either her or Lucius. Is so now got. we're moving yeah. forward with... So now we're moving forward with... Gordon has to somehow convince her that there was no Oof. knife. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, Gordon. But... What else happened with this Court of Owls? Because so much happened in this Court of Owls thing that I have to kind of break down other parts. And that's the thing, is they're literally connected to everything, and I kind of love it. It's like, yep, anything that has happened in Gotham, Court of Owls, all of it, somehow. Uh, they, yeah. Yeah. Or, but, but, like, the little stuff, I don't think the Court of Owls yeah. don't directly control, and I think we're, yeah. we're kind of, like... And, like, are we trying... I do have questions. Hmm. Do the Court of Owls just control Gotham? And is there a greater Court of Owls that has regional Court of Owls, like the Court of Owls that runs Gotham? Is there a Court of Owls that runs Metropolis, or does that not fly because Superman? You know, that that is an interesting question. I mean, not in the comics, but I think that that is something that probably does exist. Because, like most secret societies, they're just, like, small groups of, mm. you know, a larger secret society. That's what I'm and saying. And they like, just have their own little thing, you know, and it's like, we take this piece, you take that piece, you know. Perhaps the oh. Court of Owls reports to the Supreme Court of Owls. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll see myself out. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll, you know, what is this? I'll pull to you. Yep. <laughs> I always do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, that's just an interesting thing I always notice, that that would be a good way to blow out the world a little. Of the Oh, you... <laughs> that, like, he t- the, he takes down the actual court, like, the seven or eight person court, and then it's like, no, we'll just refill the whole court. Like, we're, this, is a part, this is a greater thing than just Gotham. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. I like what Benjamin Slade said. I think Gordon being able to infiltrate the Court of Owls took some of their mystique from them. And I would agree. Is I was shocked that they let him into as much as they did, knowing that who he was. Yeah. That that is that feels worse the more I think about it. Yeah. However, it happened, and maybe they didn't. I don't know. It's, they seem they seem to have a lot of different tiers at the Court of Owls, and he got the very first one. And then they're like, oh, no, he can't. He can't watch a room full of ladies die. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you know, that's like your first test. You got to watch a room full of people die. Dude, like, you can't yeah. even watch one room full of people die? Yeah, I mean, you're there's not a court lot of house material. Yeah. You're a uh, court of appeals. <laughs> you're not even to the court of owls. You're the, you're the appeals. You're the appellate court of owls. Sorry, guys. Thank you. but yeah and that's the thing is like okay but i think that they really think everyone has a price even jim gordon and then that was their thing is like well i don't know what can we dangle they're not actually wrong they just haven't found his price yet i know i think the bounty hunter gordon that we saw at the beginning of season one that would have been a much more opportune time and they were also trying to not destroy like and they weren't destroying gotham they probably could have gotten to that gordon that guy yeah the heartbroken alcoholic bounty hunter Gordon. The really hot Gordon, yeah. That could have been a summer series. Yeah. 
Drunk Bounty Hunter Gordon. It's a nice summer series of like 10 webisodes. That would, that would be a good show. Unavailable, yeah. Fox. <laughs> um, so he... So we'll get into the Gordon Penguin stuff. Because Penguin finds Gordon. Penguin, who's of course not dead. Because yeah. Penguin's never dead. No. Penguin finds Gordon, hands him a phone that only has one number in it. <laughs> How convenient. And they were both flip phones. Because it's timeless. Yeah. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but Penguin wants to find out about the Court of Owls. So he can get to Nigma, so he can kill Nigma. Yeah, I, I really love Penguin's singular logic here right now. Like, And it's so cute, in a way. Because he is just so hurt by Nigma that he is just blinded by rage and not his usual calculating self. But he's just like... All right, I gotta round up these other band of misfits and kill this guy. Like, and then, ooh, I've learned about this. Well, who do I know and knows about that? You know, he's just going around asking people just so he can get his little revenge, and it's adorable. Yeah, uh, it's, and, yeah. It's like that scene in the third Pirates movie where it's like the only reason I would, the only reason I would rescue Jack Sparrow from Davy Jones's lockers is so I can put him back. Yeah, but Penguin's actually doing that. It's like I'm gonna find out about a secret society that actually runs Gotham. Just so I can kill my former bromance. Yeah, and I like that because Penguin used to just want to run Gotham, but now he's just so blinded by rage. I mean, don't you want to get in the secret society who kind of put him in power? You know, no, I'm good. I'm just going to kill Nygma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So, but Penguin was instrumental in allowing, in allowing Gordon to be able to stop this bomb, and I... Were you, I think you heard me while we were watching this. Mm. I was like, save the cat. They're never going to kill yep. these people. <laughs> Where it's like, we're going to put this giant virus in, in a room full of ladies that are actually like being lied to and window dressing and all that. Save the cat. Save the cat. This bomb's never going to go off. Save the cat. 15 minutes. Save the cat. <laughs> Three minutes left. He tries to fight off Talon. Um, really awesome that they just killed Talon. Yeah. Because like, Talon has been built up for a long time in this season alone to be like the most badass fighter in Gotham on the street level. And I thought they'd killed another Talon before. Like, I think it, it, it's a, well, Talon is a mantle. Yeah. It's a but mantle. I think the Talon that died today had yeah. been, had been really badass and had existed for yeah. a pretty long for time. For a pretty while. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, you know, they just get another one. I mean, two being that, you know, Hugo Strange is on our payroll right now. I mean, they could just make another one, just like that guy. There's some talk you know. in the chat about it that I'm going to save you know. for predictions. But I love this end sequence with Penguin and Nigma <laughs> in side-by-side cages. Um, also, Firefly is a different actress. I got that wrong. IMDb is not up to date with us. Really? Yeah. Yes. They're, they seem to be going a little older with certain characters, like similar to why they made Ivy. Ivy older, yeah, that makes like sense. Like a 20-something. Like, yeah. I think they're trying to go older with the otherwise younger characters, so some of that required a recast. And two, with Firefly, because, you know, her look did change because she was burned, it does kind of make sense. You know, I, I watch soaps. I have to see different faces all the time. I'll accept it. And the chat is backing you up, but yeah. there, that, there's an ever-ending supply of talents. Yeah, talents, that's what I thought. I was talents like, are like red much, shirts. Yeah. Yeah. However, like each in towns are like red shirts. If the red shirts were like amazing, like if all the red shirts in Star Trek were absolutely ridiculous and amazing, but then they still all died. Like towns, towns not gonna die every week, but we've probably seen 
two towns this season. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was pretty sure they killed off one before, and then this one popped up, and then, you know, they just have an endless supply. Uh, Amanda Powell in the chat. I love how Penguin yeah. is in a bird is in a bird cage. Yeah, that was pretty clever. I, I dig it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I loved you know Jim's just like ah oh, screw it and then <laughs> like, like oh my plan isn't working here. That's also like he I think he had an it's Gotham face in that moment of like <laughs> yeah. three minutes to go. Penguin's probably not coming. All right, imminent death against yeah. a trained master. And even if I beat him down, I'm not going to have enough time to come in and save everyone from the bomb. And even if I do that, then I'm on the bad side of the court, who will then send seven a t- team of talons to come and kill me either which way. But good thing he had a lady with a flamethrower to help him. I know. Yeah. Comes no Victor handy. Freeze this episode. Yeah, I thought that was odd that they brought him back and then didn't show him in this one. But I guess we were pretty villain heavy with, like, Barnes and then a the little oh, bit of Tetch. And, Barnes yeah. and Strange. And yeah, like, yeah, everybody. It was, yeah. I get it. And that's probably the the effects for Freeze are probably way more expensive than the effects for Firefly. Yeah. Would be my guess. And you can write that off next week of like I was in this the chamber. Mm-hmm. I'm Victor Freeze. I have to be in a chamber. If I'm not outside shooting people with ice, I have to be in a chamber where I'm just cold. No, it was a really hot day. Mm-hmm. I was at the freezer at an IHOP. Yeah. It's really cold. <laughs> that's that's where I go. So let's get to the last part. And that's Lil Wayne, and the Shaman, and the Cufflinks, and the Wake, and the Fighting. I think I explained that very well. Yes. All the things. He takes him back to... He takes him back to the Wake where he was holding on to anger because people were more worried about him than his parents because his parents were dead. And that's actually a very logical response, but... And, and that's that's very Bruce Wayne. He's a very logical person, even as a kid, you know. He was so angry about that because, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, he's left alone, but he was mad, you know, from the get-go. And that's even part of the comics, that people didn't seem to care that his parents died like he did and were not angry about it. It was more of like a sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because his parents were socialites that it was yeah. more of a... Oh wow! When yeah. a so- when yeah, a social yeah like when a socialite dies, you're not going to their funeral necessarily to mourn a, a well loved and respected friend as much as you're like I'm gonna meet somebody and get some business done and like yo we gonna sp- who, who how are we splitting up when Alfred Alfred's gonna be the proxy let, let, let's get Alfred some canes or whatever that's that's how business people think really if yeah. if the if the proxy is, if the proxy is going to be Alfred, I'm sure there was some some backhandedness to Alfred. Alfred's too pure for all that. No Alfred this episode. I know it was weird. But he puts the cufflinks back, and now he's living with his anger because he's still going to have anger about it. But now he's living with the anger and being able to challenge his anger. He's fighting. I'm going to stick with my same question. Why does the Court of Owls want him in this prison to train to become Batman? Why would the Court of Owls want to create Batman? And that was what I said from the beginning. It's like, I don't know why they've created Bat- they're wanting to create Batman, but they're the ones setting in ba- Batman all in motion. And I love Raymond J. Barry. That's why I was just checking to make sure I got his name right. Mm. Raymond J. Barry is the shaman. It was, like, amazing. Oh. I loved him on Justified and his weird cameo on, like, New Girl. <laughs> he always plays crazy old man so well. So, uh, like, and I had to check it because he hadn't been credited. He hadn't been credited on IMDb until, like, two weeks ago. 
and I wanted to be sure because I knew that they had cast a Ra's al Ghul, but that's not that's not him. This is the shaman. Yeah. And he'll see, he'll see in the next four weeks. We're going to see Ra's al Ghul because why would you cast him? Yeah, if he's you're been not, cast. Why yeah. would you cast him, especially for a show like this? Which hurrah, season four, guys, we did yeah, it. It happened. I'm yeah. taking full responsibility. No, that's it was everyone and. Just like I'm the reason Constantine has a cartoon on the CWC app. Really? Prove me wrong, Internet. <laughs> okay. That, yeah. Is it just a tie-in? Is it just a tie-in that one time he showed up on Arrow? Um, it, it will be like a full-on cartoon, like. Oh, Vixen. okay. So it's not on yeah. there yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I. Yeah. So the shaman, after looks like three scenes, or well, three episodes worth of stuff, has finally got to Wayne, where he, where he's in a place. And then he calls Catherine, who's running the Court of Owls, and says he's believing what I'm telling him. So at least we finally get that revelation that mm-hmm. they're not just intentionally trying to create Batman. Like, they're not feeding him with a truth that, that that Gotham needs a defender as much as they know that that's what he needs to hear. Yeah. To actually move forward, thinking that he's going to be Gotham's defender. So... Uh, I'd like to call the next 20 minutes reckless speculation. All right. I think we're really... Reckless I think this is... This is one of those episodes... I don't want to say Monster of the Week because they don't really do that here anymore. But, like, this is one of those episodes that lays a lot of groundwork for the next four episodes in the next three weeks to really let us know what's happening, what's about to go down, that this episode by itself, I think we we covered it. So it's time for a really long prediction segment. (laughs) Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz one thing I noticed in the very opening, or in one of the very opening scenes, that Gordon is a member of the Court of Owls, and he writes a name on the list, and just one name on the list. Who do you think it is? Man, one name on the list for the Owls. I'm thinking they're going to be going back to some older characters is where hmm. I get the feeling. And I was trying to think of somebody that we haven't seen in a while uh, that would fit, uh, but we know it's not the the mayor because we saw him a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I'm trying to think of... If you wanted um, to go that route, yeah. it would be Montoya, maybe? Yeah, that would be interesting. Like somebody... Yeah. Or, like, the chief? The police chief? Like... Yeah. Or the... Commi- yeah, like the police yeah. commissioner, maybe? Yeah. I think it's Lee. Hmm. I think it's Lee, although they, if he put his name on the list and then he traded the Court of Owls, they wouldn't honor whoever he wrote down. But let's for, let's just say for argument's sake, if he wrote the name down as a member of the Court of Owls, they won't cross it off or they won't notice. I think by writing Lee's name down on the list and then them coming and sparing her might be proof enough. Yeah, I could see it being Lee just for that reason. For just, him, again, protecting her, even... That, like... Know. That he would protect her above all else might be... That feels like a stretch right now, but I could feel us getting there in the next two weeks. That it would be... Hmm. She, like, goes even further into the deep end of... Oh, man, like, Gordon's really just a virus on this whole place. Like, he's destroying everything. I'm going to go to Central City. (laughs) And then the bomb happens, but then the court comes in and tries to save her. The court comes in and tries to save her before the bomb happens because her name is on this mysterious list. That's my prediction for the. Hmm. That's my prediction for the list. I just wanted to point it out. I think we're. I think Lee's going to stick around. Yeah, I don't see her going anywhere except maybe be gone an episode or two. But I think she's very integral to the finale. And two, I think that they wrote this season 
with the possibility of ending it. So, you know, they're going to tie up a lot of loose ends. Yeah. That is definitely feeling like a possibility, although we'll talk about it after the finale that, like, we would be able to point out the point. Because there was... Another famous example of something like this would be the second season of Heroes. Oh, yeah. There was a virus at the end of that that was supposed to get unleashed and kill a bunch of people, but then there was a writer's strike that they literally reshot the scene. Because they're like, once the writer's strike happened, they're like, well, then we're not coming back till season three. Like, see everybody in September. Let's not kill everyone Mm -hmm, in the middle of the season if we're not coming back. But, hmm. Broad, do we do we think the virus gets out and like makes a bunch of people blood raging zombies? I don't think it will be. I think that there will be some people infected that that happens, but I think this will be again something that sets up another villain that we're used to from the comics. So whether you know Lee gets infected and becomes Harley Quinn, or you know just something like that, I feel that they. It wouldn't be to this point if they weren't going to use it at least to propel one storyline, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So I think it'll definitely be, and who knows, maybe just like uh, with Indian Hill, it propels a bunch of characters. Do you think Lee comes up with an antidote, or is that wishful thinking? You know, I, I would prefer that storyline, her coming up with the antidote and them needing her and then her kind mm-hmm. of being part of their little crew. But and Gordon, I, yeah. Gordon proving himself to her or prove, somehow proving to her or her somehow getting over her feelings about her feelings about Gordon's responsibility in Mario's death. Like her somehow getting over that and then finding the antidote for the blood and like let's just not check her background yeah but how she knows how to do that so easily yeah amanda powell says i think lee is gonna shoot gordon while he tries to save her then she'll learn the truth and feel bad and stupid Ooh, yeah i like that yeah that seems more logical so we're about we're gonna have a throwdown in the next four episodes it's gonna be team penguin for mm-hmm. lack of a better word yeah. but like team penguin who is victor freeze it's firefly it's ivy if they break out Tetch, it'll be Tetch. Yeah, Selena's kind of with them Selena, a little Selena's, bit. Because of Ivy, Selena's yeah. with Ivy, yeah. so there's a possibility there. Um, Team Freak, if you will, you can always you can always dig up Fish Mooney. She's still around. Yeah, like Team Freak, like up to seven to ten spots <laughs> on Team Freak heading into probably the season yeah. finale against Team Court, which as of this moment would be Barnes, whoever Talon becomes, Clone Bruce, if Clone yeah. Bruce is still alive. Um, forget like I'm sure I'm forget like there are, have to be some other Indian Hill villains that get flipped to the other side. That it's what are we thinking? Six on six, probably be six on six. Yeah, you know they like it even. That's six on no. six. Is I think what we'll do. No. I'm booking this like a Survivor Series match. It's going to be elimination <laughs> style. It's going to be elimination style. There's going to be one Survivor. Well, I mean, Nigma and uh, Penguin are already in the cage. I mean, we're going to do a cage match. Well, the cage yeah. match is already happening. Yeah. I think I think Nigma somehow proves worth to the court. I'm trying to think what Nigma has that would be that would be important to the court of owls other than the fact that he's smart enough to figure like I could see them seeing value in Nigma just because he's smart enough to have figured most of it out on his own where it's like everyone else in this universe needs to literally be told the court of owls exists. Yeah, and that's the thing is I can see Nigma being a part of the court court because they can use him and all of the other freaks are on penguin's side and are not going to be on enigmas and even like lucius and jim who kind of you know 
at one point felt friendly with Nygma or not on there anymore. So I can see if we're going to keep him around, he would be more with the court. And Michelle uh, Falachi said, you know, comes back to my theory about Lee a while back. It, she could possibly become Harley because of that last scene with Jerome. And her hatred for Jim is just like out of control. But unless we, and Marina say, has you know, Marina has the chops for it too. Oh yeah, she does. And like, and we always talk about, and I, that's who I was forgetting on Team Freak mm-hmm. as well as Barbara Keen. Yeah, Barbara Keen, Tabitha Butch. Um, we it might not happen because they're all on the back burner now. But I still, I'm still contending that Butch somehow dies. Yeah, I'm, I've been very surprised how long Butch has lived. He's like, you know, Juice was on Sons of Anarchy, where I think that they've wanted to kill him off, and then they just like the actor so much. So I like, agree you know with... Because it's almost... They lead up to him dying, and then he doesn't die, and then they lead him... I agree yeah. with, I agree with the, the sentiment of not, yeah. not killing because they like that actor, but I ultimately think a Butch death in the next two weeks would help... Propel Tabitha. Put Tabitha and, yeah. on Team Owl mm-hmm. uh, across from Barbara. And I think that's what they're leading up to. I think that they've kind of broken up their partnership. I mean, you can tell with, you know, the Barbara's just out for power, not really thinking about her. So we need a big blow up. And I think the only way to propel that and then put Tabitha on Team Al with Nigma is, you know, do get we rid think, of Butch. Do we think Nigma kills Clone Bruce next week? Or does she fight him and he gets away? And then, like, it's more drawn out than that. Yeah, I don't think he, uh, Clone Bruce is dying just yet. Maybe well, the finale, but yeah. Well, you have to. It's yeah. a Survivor Series match. You yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta put. You gotta, you gotta get your factions on either mm-hmm. side. Yeah. So like, so now she's essentially across from Clone Bruce, and then I think what they're building up towards is for regular Bruce, trained by the shaman who is all a part of the Owl, the Court of Owls plan. I think he he's the the middle that. He feels to protect, like, I think somehow the shaman's going to get into his mind that to protect the city, you actually have to go after all your friends on Team Freak, not Team Owl. Hmm. And I don't, or, and a couple people in the chat have said this, and I actually, I think it's awesome, too, that maybe he's going to be a Talon. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because in spite of, like, we're talking we're talking about Talons being red shirts, but Talons are pretty badass that, like, yeah, you literally have to build... You literally have to build a fearless warrior to become Talon, and Bruce Wayne would be a really cool addition. Or I don't know, maybe they're building him to just join the court. It's all very interesting. At some point, he has to meet Ra's al Ghul, and Ra's al Ghul seems to be the one to set him straight. One of my last questions, do you think Ra's al Ghul comes out in the next two weeks or in the finale? I think he won't be there till the finale, because... I feel that there's too much stuff they've got to wrap up before starting that. So yeah. Benjamin Slade in the chat says, I don't know why you don't think Shaman is the is Ra's al Ghul. So, Bec- so this is yeah. so the Shaman is Ra's al Ghul before he goes into the Lazarus pit, is what Benjamin Slade in the chat's <laughs> implying. That would Yeah. That would make sense because on a show with so many characters we've already met the Shaman. That is true, yeah. But but then we have to introduce the Lazarus pit. And that's yeah. that seems like so much work for a show with too many characters that it would be easier to introduce that he's also in the snowy part of the world wherever Bruce is yeah, with the shaman. Yeah, because it makes sense for him to be a separate character and then sort of being... Uh, it, and this is a good point. I'll just throw it in here because it kind of brings it to a different 
angle. Scott yeah. Patterson says, the old man training Bruce is probably Bruce Wayne's grandfather. And that would explain why the, he's with the court and, you know, things like that. Because mm -hmm. it has been set. I mean, there was just the whole uh, Galavan storyline about the uh, well, Waynes being a prominent family. You know they were probably at some point part of the court or, or somehow involved. Well, and the Catherine yeah. that's running the court. Yeah. And, and the I, Catherine, I always and thought the Catherine, she was. Yeah. I always thought that was the grandmother. Me too. Because she actually she gave that exposition today. That was my fam my family was one of the families that founded Gotham, Gotham which would have and been Galavan. Then it was then, like, yeah. wait a minute. No, there's only been five. There's only like five, maybe six of those families. That's really easy to track That's down. Right. And the fact that she didn't say one of the other four names. Yeah, you're right. That didn't he have a weird? Doesn't he have an accent though? I guess he's in Nepal a bunch. Yeah, but like so. Okay, that makes sense. That the shaman is actually. Uh, probably like in a senior Wayne and then Catherine is also and that that's the grandparents yeah because to me it always made a lot of sense being that it was like old uh, Gotham families you know and things like that I'm like you know they've somehow got to be related to Bruce because they don't want him hurt they're trying to train and shape him and you know Amanda Powell brings up a good point the actor you know cast for Roz is Middle Eastern and of course you know Raymond J. Barry is white so the, the him being Roz Agle before the Lazarus Pit might not translate yeah no well the yeah. Lazarus Pit can believe me if the Lazarus Pit can bring you back to bring you back from the dead spoilers to those of you who aren't watching yeah. Arrow or that I don't think that's happened this yeah. year that was like three years ago but like if the Lazarus Pit can do that. It can just make it could change your complexion. It's going to make you a different actor. Yeah. I just don't see this show doing that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. Yeah, because it took Arrow weeks to explain the Lazarus Pit to us. Well, and see, I knew all about the Lazarus Pit because I, you know, know the big Batman story. But yeah, like on Arrow, they really took a while to like explain how it works, like and everything. Mm. And they've used it for Thea and Sarah. Spoiler alert, guys. You know. <laughs> And that's how, you know, John Barman looks so young, because Malcolm was using it, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that dog is so 100. The shaman can be Alfred's dad. Alfred's dad is the doctor. No, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry. No, that also makes sense. Yeah. But do you have any predictions at large? I think we, we, ran down the we ran down the list pretty good. No, but I just want to say the Executioner was one of the characters I said that um, Barnes might be, so I was right on that. I'm so excited. That's good. Yeah. And I'm excited, cool. and it looks like, mapping-wise, it looks like before we have this all-out war, the, the, like this all-out mm. six-on-six tag-team match at the, um, the uh, two-part season finale, we're going to have two more weeks where it looks like, I think Barnes is strong enough that Barnes could be a big bad for those two weeks. And that Gordon, hopefully with the help of Penguin and Team Freaks, as Team Freaks still kind of rolls together, could be the team to go after and take down Barnes. Yeah, I can see that, because Team Freak, you know, Gordon, are kind of on the same side as Gordon, mm -hmm. so I think that, you know, they can be, and they've known to work with him before, so I think that they will be useful and helpful in, you know, bringing down Barnes, because obviously Gordon and Bullock can't take care of that themselves, I mean, he's a really strong guy, I'm just really glad that they used a different character than making him Bane, I liked that, yeah. Uh, Scott Patterson in the chat, League of Shadows yeah. versus the Court of Owls. Yeah. Also, I've had this theory last week that it still holds up, that perhaps they're building up someone like Wayne 
to be the the foe victor for the people. Oh yeah. And then they build up someone like Barnes to be the foe villain so that you can put on pretty much a theater of war for the people. But once again, they want to kill all the people. Like they want to yeah. burn the whole city to the ground. So that doesn't really hold up anymore. You know, I don't think they want to burn the whole city to the ground. I think much like, you know, say a Malcolm Merlin or a Damien Dark, they they just want to get rid of all the poor people. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's face it, because they're like, we got to rule something. But so, yeah, give me three early season four predictions. Not to put you on the not to put well, you on the spot, spot or anything. Well, I mean, as they did say, we would, you know, and again, a lot of times they say lip service. I do think that it's more likely that Lee becomes a Harley Quinn type character because Marina can do this. And she, mm. to me, it just seems like after all that's been laid out with her and Jim since then, I don't think they're going to be putting them back together anytime soon. So I think we're going to see a different journey with Lee like that just because now that we've got a season four, we can do some cool, fun stuff there. And I know a lot of the chat was saying stuff about Barbara dying. I don't want that to happen. I love Barbara. Let's keep her around. Unless we get a ghost Barbara. Oh, ghost Barbara. It's Gotham. We can do whatever you... But if Barbara dies, we're getting a ghost Gotham. Like, Barbara Keene is going to remain a character on this show. (laughs) Yeah, because Aaron Richards just did such a good job when they rebooted that character as a lunatune. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So... You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Barbara Keen's dying. She's gonna be a robe. She's gonna be a, a ghost. ghost. Mm-hmm. Kidding. That, no, we don't know that. Yeah, and that dog is though a one hundred. Says we need Scarecrow season four. We I did love have Scarecrow. a taste, and like we did, you know, set up. So I don't see why not. It's good. Good also, choice there. Also, um, don't kill Tetch. You need yeah. Tetch alive. Tetch is one of the best villains they have. Uh, you know, and, and that's a full-on villain. Because, yes, we all love Penguin, but Penguin is really more of a gray character. Yeah. Tetch, full-on villain, the best one they've And got. Jerome, yeah. I think they've done a great job in the last yeah, two Jerome's seasons of making good. of yeah. making Jerome their best villain. Because he'll have a three-episode arc. Twice. Yeah. I think he's had maybe two or three three-episode arcs as Jerome slash kind of the Joker. Like a mantle Joker. And that's about it. And that's perfect. So you're going to need to cycle through a lot of other villains to make that happen. Uh, one last question. Fish Mooney in the season. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so either. And I think that on that negativity, great yeah. place to end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching us here at AfterBuzz TV. Um, Lucretia, if people wanted to talk to you about... Whether they think Lee's going to become Harley Quinn or not, where can they find you on the Twitter? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one, and that is on the Twitter. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV all over the DC slate this week doing Supergirl tonight at 10 p.m. Just stay tuned and watch us there. As well as there will be a fun special Flash episode with me, Tori, and Lex tomorrow. And maybe even another host. Who knows? It's just going to be crazy time. And who knows? Maybe Arrow. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I'm keeping my options open, guys. Um, I'm (laughs) Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm doing a lot of fun stuff this Mm -hmm. week, including this Sunday. It is going to be WWE Backlash. Also, The Leftovers. We had a very special guest yesterday. Mm. You should watch that. And then I'll be back here talking to you citizens of mm. Gotham. Also, you and I will be probably in this room for Better Call Saul in about two hours. Oh, yeah. yeah so if you're a fan of Better yeah. Call Saul or you're a fan of us or you're a fan, fan of both, watch us on that. Yeah, we do that one. Thank you and good night. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.